Good morning. I am Cindy Vaughn. I love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the Word Studios. That's 1490 AM information with inspiration, reminding you that we're streaming live at klgo.net. And also that you can catch up with Evelyn Davison and I on lovetalknetwork.com. Evelyn, good are morning, you there? Miss Cindy. <laughs> Hello, uh, McFly. <laughs> you remember the, you know, it, life is exciting, Cindy. Really? I, my heart just goes out to people that have dull lives. Oh no, I, I, I ask the Lord for a dull life most well, days. I have I'm a lot like, of friends. Lord, <laughs> you know, turn the world off. But it has been a very, very exciting and busy, busy week. And we have another one coming up because we have so many wonderful things that are happening in this city. Yeah, I hope and, you got your roller skates on. Well, yes. And, uh, of course, last week, you know, the, uh, we had, uh, it was just like a racetrack trying to get from one thing to the other. And uh, for those of you who may be listening today for the first time in a couple of weeks, we are in the preparation time for the National Day of Prayer. And our theme this year is Praying for America. And I've changed it to Praying for the Soul of America. We are really in a period of time in our nation today when we as Christians have got to stand on guard and get our weapons ready and go to work to really put together uh, the uh, the force, the army of the God. Force. Yeah, like, the force. Yeah. May the force be with us. Yes. Uh, yeah. To let people know, and I know you've done a lot of work at the Capitol this week in that regard. So many things are coming up at the Capitol in the educational area and uh, well, you know, um, we uh, have a huge opportunity in Texas to do something incredibly beneficial for Christianity and Christians personally, like mm-hmm. you and I, because increasingly, as you step out as an individual on behalf of prayer or right. Christianity in the public, uh, in the public places, in the marketplace or the public places, there are groups like whether it's the ACLU or it is more often in our case, uh, the Freedom from Religion, Religion Foundation, mm-hmm. which has that judge up in Wisconsin and a couple of judges down here in Texas that are more than willing to put to sue us personally, mm-hmm. you know, to, through intimidation yes. tactics. And so Right now, before the Texas legislature, is the proposal for an amendment to the Mm -hmm. Texas Constitution, which would make it the law of the land, sovereign law in Texas, which would override federal and which would override local or uh, jurisdictional judges, Mm -hmm. district judges, such that it says that Texas would honor the freedom of religion, mm-hmm. and therefore would free us from these ongoing threats of intimidation as we gather in these public places. And so this last week we were working hard for HJR uh, 110, which is in the state, in the House side yes. of the State Affairs Committee, trying to get, it's a large committee, trying to get them to get that out of committee so mm-hmm. that it could come to a vote. And our friend Donna Campbell on the Senate side is sponsoring that bill. So we're trying to get that 
And so that was one of the big pieces was rallying the yes. network of Christian leaders, prayer leaders around the state to to support this. Well, that is so true, Cindy. And one of the things that, you know, we have bannered for years and years is that because of who we are living in the time in which we're living today, we have, it is really important that we pray, number one. Well, why? But number two is to stay where we are and, and, and move forward as the Lord leads us to do that in, in the preservation and the protection of our religious rights, those rights we have that are inalienable, they cannot be taken away from us from the Constitution. Well, hello, hello, I know, and that's why. <laughs> really, I, I was talking. I was talking to a friend yesterday, and I said, "This is the most exciting time in my life. I don't have yeah. the energy that I had when I was thirty or thirty-five, but I tell you, I have a broader vision and a bigger heart for what it is that our founding fathers." Mm-hmm. Uh, established Mm -hmm. in the Constitution of the United States of America and so forth in the state Constitution, the Constitution of Texas. And so we really are called to active duty in this, Cindy. And it's not that we can be political. That is not our purpose. It is that we might be personal in the very place where God has placed us, in the love field where we are, that we might stand up as a as as a banner and as a standard and that's why this week we're so excited our billboards are up yeah and i was going to ask you when you started the program and you said um you know we're gearing up for ndp because we say that like you know because uh it's it's in our dna it's in our spirit (laughs) our spiritual dna you you are first of all a patriot and I have had to come to citizenship in a different way. You know, I'm a contrarian by heart, you know, <laughs> always swimming upstream. But you're beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you well, got a beautiful spirit. Oh, thank you. And to, and this week, I was driving along 620 out by Lakeway uh-huh. and saw our first billboard. Uh-huh. And so if you uh, have an opportunity out driving around, we have these gorgeous, gorgeous billboards. And when I say we, they're not ours. They're all of ours, which are a reminder to the city that prayer is the means by which our founding fathers knew that their freedoms were established upon. National Day of Prayer is that day, that one day when Congress calls the nation together to pray and fast. Of the entire year where we come together as a people group to remember God over our nation, to come to him, not just for our supply, but in supplication and humility. And, of course, you are just phenomenally involved in this in the capital area. You've been a cornerstone and a pillar to that. Tell us some of the things that are going to be going on now. Now, National Day Prayer is the first Thursday in May, May the 2nd. Yes. But we and you and your team have things going on that entire week, and we begin with what? Well, we begin, first of all, with praying that it's all going to come together and we put the pieces together. Uh, and I say that, you know, like heartedly because, uh, there are many people who have moved into the area of leadership for us in the capital area to really, 
uh, put forth a picture of what National Day of Prayer is in regard to the one day. National Day of Prayer, we call it National Daily Prayer. It's every day we pray for those leaders that are in authority over this. That's what Paul told young Timothy. You live in a time when you're going to have these kind of things come against you, whether it's in your church or it's in the community or it's from the law. That you stand on the word of God. And so as we pray daily for them, it brings strength into the very uh, realm of our living areas. And so the first thing that we're going to do is, and this is the thing I'm really excited about. Yeah, me is, too. Is on, on Sunday evening, mm-hmm. uh, Paul Overstreet, who Yay. is a Christian Dove Award winner. He's a country uh, music artist. He writes more than he sings. He's a very... um soft-hearted, soft-spoken kind of guy. He's married, has six children, lives in Tennessee. He is coming in. Actually, he's coming in on Friday. We've got a couple other things going. But he's going to do an Operation Christmas Child, an NDP rally in Pflugerville at First Baptist Church. That's Dr. Steve Washburn's pastor uh, responsibility. And um, it's going to be free. Uh, people can come and uh, and find out what it is to pray for a nation. And after Paul does his praise concert, you know, with some of his good music, um, then Dr. Washburn will lead us in a concert of prayer, and we will pray for these seven centers of power and have an altar call because that's what it's about. It's not about the momentum of putting together activities, whether you're talking about the capital event or you're talking about a rally. So it starts on Sunday night, and the best way to get the information about this is from our website. It's NDP, like National Daily Prayer, Austin.org. And you can call the station if you forget that. But then on Monday morning, we were having what we call the Texas State Governor's Prayer Breakfast where Governor Perry will issue his proclamation and call this state to prayer. And then Paul would be doing our praise concert there. It would be a great morning of entertainment. And then Jimmy Gregory, who is our chairperson for the breakfast, is going to interview Governor Perry. And that interview is going to be uh, based on uh, questions regarding his faith and his belief and his passion for serving God, because he is a great Christian pro-life governor. And it, it's going to be exciting because Jimmy and, and Governor Perry, uh, played foot, uh, played basketball together out in the sands of West Texas, where you come from. Uh, and they, they're good friends. A lot of good people come from West yes, Texas. Yeah, lots of people come from Piney Woods, too. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's, that starts off Monday. And then Wednesday, this is a really big event. We are, ha- and there are a lot of Tuesday things going on, some of the latest lunches and things. But Wednesday, we are inviting everyone in Austin to come to Count Mabry. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chick-fil-A, uh, Harris with Chick-fil-A, uh, James Harris is going to provide the food for the people that come. Come early. You know, you, yeah, you better come early. You yeah. want a sandwich? You better get there early. Yeah, because because once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, because we have no way of knowing. How oh many no, we don't. There. We it's not a reservation. We don't head count. We yeah. bring in as much. No, we food plan to have plenty mm-hmm. of food, and this shouldn't be a problem. Uh, and 
And so then we're going to have some of the military band perform. It's going to be a military concert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then there we will also do a concert of prayer. We've got uh, three per, uh, directors from National Day of Prayer that will be speaking and praying. One is Tammy Bennett from the Chick-fil-A in Georgetown. And Tammy has a remarkable story of how God's answered prayer. The other one is Gary Chandler. Gary is superintendent of Copeland Schools. And he has a remarkable answer to prayer. And then um, um, Reverend Dale Bernstein, mm-hmm. I have trouble with that name, uh, is the chaplain that's filling in out at Camp Mabry for our friend Craig Combs while he's in war school. And <laughs> Dale <laughs> is a former gold medalist. Yeah. A swimmer. Yes. And he's pastor of Messiah Lutheran Church yeah. in Corpus Christi. Yeah. So it's going to be a great one. Then we're going to pray and just have a wonderful time out there. And we need to do that, Cindy, because the military is one of those seven centers of yeah. power. Uh-huh. Then Thursday, <clears throat> we've got the Capitol noon event going on. And uh, there is so much going on out at that Capitol. I mean, to tell you, you can hardly stir that place. It is so Build. I mean, the legislative session, the 83rd legislature is, is, uh, done us proud. You know, they've, they got like 3,000 bills filed, but they are busy, busy, busy. And we have the Texas Capital Fellowship, which is, um, uh, an internal leader in, at the Capitol in terms of spiritual. And, uh, we'll be having our noon event. We'll have legislators. You know, we'll have, it, Phenomenal praise music at that will begin about 11.45 and in sharply at 1 o'clock we'll have several Charles Perry, Representative Sylvester Turner, Representative mm-hmm. Scott Turner. Uh, we will, we will have a number of, uh, of legislators and key officials praying for the nation. And you can get information about that at www.ndpaustin.com. Before we come when we come back Cindy, we got to talk about Taco Bell. Yeah, and I just want to say I am so proud of you to hear you give those website addresses. Man, you are just a technocrat, <laughs> girlfriend. Ah, we're going to take our break. We're going to come back on Love Talk and we're going to talk about our good friends, Taco Bell. Good morning, I am Cindy Vonna Love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word 1490 AM information with inspiration, of course, with me in the studios, founder of Love Talk, first lady of love. And you can tell it's like we get up, Evelyn, and, uh, we've, it's a pot of caffeinated coffee. We sound <laughs> like the, the two Dr. energizer bunnies, but it's when we start walking through that list where we're like, wow. And, and it, uh, it amazes me, Cindy, that so much God is doing so much when we are on the brink in this nation of being blown up, blown up by <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> Evelyn. You know, it's, it's like we, we're just 
What is that? That's way oh, over there. Did you read that one news article that talked about all the target cities and that one yes, of them was Austin? And I was like, well. Well, it came out later that that was a mistake. It is the Dallas Fort Worth area. But, Cindy, we, we are talking today about the preparation in this nation that we would pray for our leaders. And our theme this year is praying for America. And I had said earlier, it's praying for the soul of America, the heart of America. And our theme this year is from Matthew in twelve twenty one. In his name, the nation will put their hope. And boy, I think that's a great declaration because, uh, of course, that's not where we're at is, is a nation by and large. Uh, but I think it's, it's exactly the principle that God would want us to, uh, live by, yeah. which is that our hope is in him. It's not in who we are, what we're doing. Uh, but there's so many people that don't have him, Cindy, and that's our, our concern. Our rope of hope is Jesus Christ. And that's why we've got to cast that out there. It's, that's got to be the purpose for our living every day, that we would so live, people would see Jesus in us. And I can tell you, I can look at Taco Bell and I see Jesus. Well. Because of the people there, the things they're doing, and... um it is exciting to know that we have business in this nation, like Chick-fil-A and Taco Bell but and Rudy's Barbecue and Mighty Fine, that stand on guard and are there to come uh, and hold up our hands. Like, you know, Moses got tired and he had, he had the guys hold up his hands, and that's what we do with nice Well, it's something that people may not be familiar. So you talk about those seven centers of influence. When we're talking about National Day of Prayer, you can pretty much count on there being some kind of gathering at almost every county, city, court step mm-hmm. uh, across Texas or across the nation. What people might want to know about that they might that they they may not know is that we have businesses, in this case, like Os Taco, mm-hmm. which is the Taco Bell franchise owned by our good friends that are in Central Texas area, and they are having an observance in 79 of mm-hmm. their uh, facilities. Included in that is that every Bell Helicopter campus has, across the nation, has a noontime observance. We have individuals having a noontime observance at, at 3 a.m. We have noontime observances in businesses across this state, including NASA. Mm-hmm. And so these are the things where people, this is what I love about being involved in large movements of God, is it isn't the great four-color pieces that we put out. Mm -hmm. It's that God taps people on the shoulder privately, Mm -hmm. and he says, you, I want to use you. Yeah. If you are in a college campus, if you are in a grade school, we have a fourth-grade classroom in New Braunfels that gets on the bus at 7 o'clock in the morning. It's called the whistle-stop tour. Mm -hmm. And they pray at every major location in New Braunfels, that fourth grade class. Isn't that amazing? Yes. And you have, you have, uh, observances in churches that start before school so that parents will bring their children and they will, they will show them and demonstrate and model to them what it is to pray for the nation 
as we begin our day. We have many flagpole experiences. We have college campuses. And so, you know, businesses, college campuses, the military, as you talked about, uh, We've got uh, first responders in Abilene who are now praying when they go on site to horrific um, accidents and things like that. They have now begun to incorporate and integrate prayer first Mm -hmm. as part of their first response to every horror and terror in this nation. Prayer is now first. Well, it needs to be, Cindy, because we are in great need in America. And one of the most exciting things is is that we do have a day that is proclaimed by Congress. Usually, it, well, it's all, well, I shouldn't say always, that is proclaimed by the governor, uh, by our governor, uh, some years by the President of the United States, calling people of every faith. It's not just Christians of every faith to come forth and pray for a nation. But the thing that Taco Bell is doing is so exciting to me because... Uh, I know out in Leander, they're having a big outside event at the <laughs> Taco Bell event. with Chuck Walker and, and the Jesus Country Show uh, and Sherry McDonald, who's with Hill Country uh, uh, Ministries, uh, and then in several other places uh, around the Taco Bells are open, and they are they have their own chaplains for every location they have a chaplain that works with their people to pray for them and encourage them they have five pillars uh, of leadership that they use and i'm writing an article right now for pillars about that or pillars missy's i'm i'm asking missy's texas are you talking about pillows that you lay your pillars pillars you know these columns these big white columns you know the (laughs) other the other day i was watching hoggers do you watch that show where they're hunting down the hogs? Oh, mercy. This guy, and they're, of course, from Texas. Yes, this they old are probably guy cutting from shoot. Texas, probably they, cutting they have to write and caption what he's saying underneath what he says because his accent is so thick you can't. And yes. I just wanted to make sure they might have, they might have pillows. I have no idea, no. but if they well, got Well, you pillars, know, just recently there was a picture of a hog that went around that was cut, killed. In fact, Elizabeth Horn, Ed Horn's wife, sent it to me that weighed 1,800 pounds that was killed about four miles from where my brother lives in Cutting I think that was a family member of mine. Was it really? <laughs> We got to get back on target here. But anyway, I did. We did want to say that uh, to our friends at Taco Bell, they will be open uh, early. Some of them will check your local Taco Bell. They will be giving free tacos, coffee, whatever, uh, in many of the locations. And as you said, there are seventy nine. <laughs> that one out in Leander, oh, that was an awesome event. The mayor was there, and of course, we had it at sunrise. We yeah. were out in the parking lot, and the staff came out. And served us. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, it was a fabulous breakfast. It's kind of like when we had our freedom dinner. Man, that was, they went all out. So when, when, and we've got a freedom dinner coming up this yes, fall. And we'll, we'll have money. another corporate sponsor mm-hmm. that's going to do a Rudy's. fabulous job. And yeah. so whether it has been Chick-fil-A or Os Taco, and like we said, 79 of those will be observing and praying and uh, with their chaplains and uh, go by Taco Bell and let them know that you appreciate what they stand for as well as Chick-fil-A and, and others. Evelyn, you know, we, we were talking about, you know, why is it that prayer is important? 
you know, for one thing, it is the means by which God is established for us to communicate I, with yeah, him. him. But yes. we're going to come back and we're going to talk about what is the greatest crisis face in this country today? Is it North Korea or is it you and I? This is Love Talk on the Word. Good morning. I am Cindy Vonna. Love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the word 1490 AM information with inspiration. And of course, having a high old time. And here with me is Evelyn Davison, founder and creator of Love Talk, publisher of the Good News Journal. And Evelyn, we were running through literally those things that we're involved in in bringing together prayer for the Mm -hmm. nation. We do it on one day. But the mission is every Every day. day. And the mission is not that we would come ceremonial to pray to God, but that we would be a people of remembrance and a people of dependence upon God, understanding that we were a nation founded upon the gifts of God and prayer being one of the greatest gifts of God to preserve, protect, and provide Mm -hmm. for the birth of a nation. And do we need it any more today than we needed it then? No, we need it as much today. We just think we're a little more self-sufficient. But, you know, you brought up the issue of crisis and, and, you know, being bombed by North Korea. And I don't mean to be flippant, but, you know, there's always going to, the Bible tells us, there's always going to be rumors of war. Mm -hmm. But sometimes it's the insidious nature of man that brings the greatest threat to a nation. There's some insidious things going on, and I don't just mean the lawsuits that you and I face because we're Christians in the public venue, but there are some things going on in Christianity that are part of the crisis that we face as a culture. And one of the things that we hear over and over and over again is that the church is indistinguishable from culture. Mm -hmm. The church has worked so hard to be relevant Mm -hmm. in our age. And part of that is is because there's been revelation in the church and teaching about the grace message, the truth of grace. But in any truth that comes from the throne room of heaven, right around that and wrapped around that comes the counterfeit of the enemy of God, which comes to steal the truth and to warp the truth. So there are some warping things that have gone on around grace that I think have brought us to this place as a culture. Now, last time when we got together, we talked about what it was to turn loose of those things that were weighing us down so that we could live the yes life, simplify our lives before God. And today we're going to talk about what do you do after you turn it loose? What does prayer have to do with grace? And what is it within the grace message that we have missed as a people group and turned it into something that it is not? Well, when we, you turn loose of something, Cindy, um, in fact, there's a scripture said, be careful, you know, when one demon goes out, you, 
uh, you leave the space for ten to come in. Yeah, you better if you clean your house up, <clears throat> you better then occupy it. Well, so we, you know, we don't get really theological about uh, all these kind of things, other than to say that because no, they'll burn we, us at the stake. <laughs> we have been talking about what it is that we need to do in this life to simplify. Uh, our lives so that we can be used by God. You know, we get so complicated in everything. And the very basics is what we're going to be talking about because we're talking about the things that we have to get rid of. Number one is fear. You know, we can, we can stay in our house and be afraid of the pollen outside. You know, that's my life. I'm so <laughs> allergic to everything. I, I, I just, you know, if the wind's blowing, I'm just shut up. Uh, you know, but I've got a good 3M mask now and I just keep going. I just hope people don't think I'm robbing somebody. But, uh, <laughs> but, but you know, Cindy, uh, when, when you do look at your life and you see those things that are weighing you down, that keeping you from running the race of grace, and that's what we're going to be focusing on, is the first thing was fear and the second thing was guilt. And so we're moving into this. Uh, message that if you get rid of some things, what is it that God wants to fill your life with? You know, I, this week I went through my closet and I took out shoes I can't wear anymore because we're going to have a garage sale at church. And I thought, you know, we just collect things. We hold on to them. We think they belong to us when we don't let God use them. And so we have to come to the recognition that we are responsible individually and corporately in this nation to take hold of the things of God and make them available. And so as we start this series, that is our premise, that is our thesis, is if you turn loose of guilt and and unforgiveness and fear, then what is it that's going to help you sustain a daily life? And, of course, we've talked already about how important prayer is. Well, you and I are grace lovers because the word of God says to whom much has been given. And I will tell you, I'm a woman who's been given a ton of grace. As a matter of fact, you and I talk about this every day. When we get up, what is it that we require more than anything else? It is grace for moving. Grace because for sure we will mess up. Do you know what I mean? We, we know we will, we are not perfect and we will, and I know I will mess up. And so the grace of God. Now we've talked extensively about grace because there, there's two really polarized thoughts here on grace. You got the people over here that don't get grace at all. They're still walking in legalism. You know, if I, if I do enough, if I work enough, you know, I'll get my way to heaven and Christ came to destroy that paradigm on the cross. There's no better time for us to be having this conversation, Evelyn, than the weekend after Easter. Because Mm -hmm. when Christ comes on the cross and finishes the work of Calvary, then is raised from the dead and then walks on the earth for 40 days as a demonstration of the truth of the establishment of the covenant of grace, This is something that Christians must lay hold of because if you do not know who you are in Christ, that you've been purchased, bought, 
paid for by grace, given grace, and the Holy Spirit by which to live, mm-hmm. then you do not know who you are in Christ. Because the Word of God says we've been set free and liberated by grace. We live by the gospel of grace. Our life is founded on grace. It goes on to say in Second Corinthians, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ... He is a new creation. creation. All things have passed away. All things have become new. That we, our spirit, might become the righteousness of God in him. And we're going to talk about what it means to be a new creation. But why does this present a crisis? It presents a crisis because a couple of things can happen here. Established by grace by those who are not willing to be conformed to the image of Christ means that we willfully do as we please, as the world does, and then claim cheap grace Mm -hmm. every day of the, of 24 seven to basically not deal with transformation, confirmation Mm -hmm. so that indeed We are a new creation because there are two aspects of the new creation. There's the legal standing that Christ purchased for us that says you are a new creation. Mm -hmm. That's the down payment. That is right. And then there's the living condition that says I live by grace. But what does that mean? Does that mean, okay, I have free will now. I've been set free. I have the liberty to do as I please. But does that liberty mean that I'm going to do as the world does, and then I'm going to call myself a Christian, and I'm going to constantly go over to that cup that Christ drank from on the cross, and I'm going to cheapen it Mm. by living as I please. So, Evan, this is the conversation that we're going to be having. What does it mean to be a new creation, and why is this the crisis of our day? Well, it is uh, a subject that um, most people are afraid to even address. Uh, But one of the things that we have to lay as a foundational truth of what the truth of grace is, is that it was purchased. We can't buy it. We can't earn it. We can't dig it out of the ground. We can't pull it out of the sky. It is purchased by the life of Jesus Christ. It is secured, Cindy, secured in your life and in my life by the power of God's Holy Spirit. And that is the thing that most people don't understand. They they take one scripture and live by one scripture. They take one experience and all their life they give their salvation experience and never really experience that abundant life that Jesus talks about. And we're not talking about bells and whistles. We're talking about the still, small things of life. And so the truth of grace is that we have been liberated from these things that we had said that held us down. Liberation. We are liberated women. One is a liberated man. Keep your underwear on, girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be burning it. Here at the station. No, it is true. We are liberated. Yes. In the that is not a popular way. word because of the way that you describe of some oh, yeah. who take a truth 
and only live by one little fraction of the truth. And that is not what Jesus set us in place to do. Well, because That's why we are not in America to do that. Well, and Paul warned about this. We're going to take our break and we're going to come back. But Paul warned about this. He said, I mean, immediately after Christ is, Christ is crucified, risen into heaven, we've been given the new covenant. And the Holy Spirit has come at Pentecost. Immediately after that, new teachers show up on the scene and say, Hey, yeah. did was he really bodily resurrected? And don't you have freedom to do whatever it is you want? This is Love Talk on the Word. <laughs> Good morning, I am Cindy Vonna, love talking in the beautiful, blessed KLGO, the words 1490 AM information with inspiration. Now, I'm stuttering because here's the deal. My local coffee shop has closed. I'm in complete crisis. Really? I can't find a place to go have coffee on my way. Today, I groped my way in here after looking for a coffee place. And there's some places I won't go because they support abortion and Planned Parenthood. So I just won't frequent there. It's a name that you would be very, very familiar with. I look for a mom and pop shop. I can't find it. Anyway, I grope my way in here and I find out that they've got full loaded caffeine down here in the station. So I have now, I'm fully loaded. Thank you, Juan. And so my, my brain and my mouth are working on two different speeds but we are talking about the most exciting topic uh, i mean i just uh, the grace message for me is the absolute crux of what you and i live in in the new covenant mm-hmm. it's the difference between living the crucified life you talk about giving things up And then what do you appropriate? Well, you give up the crucified life, which is the letter of the law. Mm -hmm. But then that doesn't mean you're free out there to run amok, folks. And boy, do we see the body of Christ running amok. And so today we're talking about the truth of grace, what Christ did for us. He gave us a new spirit. We became accepted by God, completely reconciled to him. You and I have the authority to use the name of Jesus you know Christ what that in means? prayer. Get, go, girl. I want to hear it, and people well, need to hear it. The, the thing that people don't understand, and that's why I love our theme this year, uh, in his name. Oh, my God. In his name, nations are going to find their hope. Well, listen, if you're a Muslim, you're going to use the name of Allah as an incantation. In other yes. words, if I say it, enough and i say it over and over again that's reverence yeah but what we don't understand is the word of god says there is power in the name name of of jesus Jesus. christ whatever you ask for Mm -hmm. do what you ask in his name and what does that mean cindy i want us to to wrap this up i want us to bring this to the table because that's the thing that people don't understand when you need use the name of Jesus, you know, you can go to the legislator and you can pray in the name of anybody. 
But if you say in the name of Jesus, then, oh, all the bells and whistles go off. You know, it's not as bad as it used to be. But the thing is, why is it so offensive to those of the the people against Religion. Well, why is it so offensive? You know, I think the next, I think Jesus has always been an offense. I think, and even the, even the, the demons in the New Testament knew who Jesus, they said, I know who you, even they recognized and, and fear comes to them in the name of Jesus. But what was it you were going to? Well, the thing about the name of Jesus is we have authority. I mean, he has given us permission. And he said, one of the last messages he said was, get up, get out, and go tell. That is the Great Commission. He said, get out of Jerusalem. Don't stay here because you'll lose your life. You'll lose your momentum. Get out and go tell. And it was a matter of mission for the first century Christians to get out and say, I'm here to represent Jesus. And that's what the name of Jesus is. And it's not just what we say, Cindy, but it's the way we live and people look at our life to see. What is it that keeps you going? What is it that makes you happy? What is it that brings peace to your life? Well, I want to talk about that for a second because for me it is not necessarily power because power in my hands would be a fearful thing. (laughs) Yes. be like giving me the button with the red phone don't do it even my husband now that i'm a gun packing mama he's like holy smokes this is not <laughs> <What are you? laughs> but anyway no it is you know here's the thing is the possession of the indwelling holy spirit and how much of the body of christ wants to talk about the forgotten god yes yes because half of the body of Christ was thinking God took off, left he his le- hair in this terrible he's state. Absent. Oh, my gosh. That's where why did this week God I, go? I was thinking, you know, somebody said, hey, well, why don't you just give it up? You know, all <laughs> these problems come up. You know, it, it, it's just like we're a bullseye. We've got these pistol-packing mamas out there after us. But it is this that he says, call me and I will, I will answer. And how does he answer God? How does the Father answer? He answers in the name of Jesus. And you know what it says in Corinthians, First Corinthians? It said, every promise God has ever made is yes in Christ Jesus. So in his name is yes. If we really are in the spirit of, of Christ, uh, if the spirit of the living Lord Jesus is at resin in our life, we ha- we are a new creation. That's what the scriptures say. That gives us the authority to use his authority, Cindy. It's simple, but it is very, very difficult to understand for most people. It is. And there are other things about where, you know, we're coming into our, you know, our wrap on this segment. Of course, you and I could do. As wired up as I am, where I could get another cup of coffee, I could be on here in five, six hours. We could do a marathon on grace, folks. Uh, but here is the thing, is that by grace we're freed from the penalty of the sin and death of what? sin. We're released from the power of sin so that we can do what? Grace is appropriated by Christ, given to you and I. Being able to use his name so that we can stand, so that we can resist sin, 
resist sickness, and resist Satan. And we aren't given grace so we can do as we please. But getting back to the yes life, here is the essence of what we're going to wrap with today is saying yes to grace is a commitment to the Lord. It is real relationship with him. It is agreement with his way, alignment with his word, contention for the spirit of truth, fighting for the soul of this generation Mm -hmm. in his believers. It is the spiritual battle of our day. If you think that those warheads pointed, whether imagined or not, in North Korea is the greatest threat to this nation today, you are wrong. It is the internal spiritual battle for the soul of America that you talked about at the beginning of this program. Well, when we talk about the soul of America, Cindy, we're talking about the soul of individuals. And the thing about Jesus, he said, I came that you might be saved. What is it he wants to save us from? He wants to save us from that lack that's in our life. The fear that grips our life. The guilt that stays when we know we have done wrong. We know that we've not reared our children. We know that we've let this nation go awry. Those are the things that would take away the joy that comes from knowing Jesus. Because when he comes in, He comes in with what I call that holy eraser, a holy eraser. He takes everything that we've ever done that's wrong. And we've all, it's called sin, Cindy. You can call it anything you want to, but sin is the opposite of righteousness. It is opposite of being who God created us to be. And it's the opposite of, of death. And in our nation, one of our biggest battles today is fighting for the lives of those unborn babies that are not wanted, that are not cared for. We in this nation have come to a point that we have forgotten God. And we need to be revived. We need to come back to the foundational principles that our grandfathers laid down. I taught yesterday Uh, at length with Mark Collins, who is George Washington persona. He looks like him. He talks like him. He lives like him. He prays like him. And we went over some of these things that we've been talking about today. Where are we in America? And what is our responsibility? And we've made this an America thing today. But we need to go back to the family, Cindy. What is it as a mother What is it, Van, as a father? We need to be, not necessarily be, in this generation so that people can know that Jesus is real and has authority. He has authority. Well, one of the things I just want to interject is that Mark Collins epitomizes when we watch him portray George Washington is it starts on our knees. If you are a mother, if you are a father, and we all are a mother, father, sister, aunt, uncle to someone, we appropriate grace on our knees. That's why National Day of Prayer is not one day, but it is a lifestyle every day of appropriating the grace of God 
on our knees before him, humbling ourselves. Mm -hmm. How is it that you hear the Holy Spirit such that you don't willfully go out and have your way and do your way? How is it that you keep from compromise or immorality or deception or so conformed to the world that there is no difference in your life than the next? It is because we're not spending enough time bowing our hearts and bowing our knees before the name of Jesus Christ. And recognizing his authority. Cindy, it has been a love talk today. It's been a wonderful day. You and I get, this is a fun time for us during the week. Tell our friends uh, how they can get in touch with us. Yeah, we're going to post this program up here shortly. Juan is our devoted technician, sends us that program. And we sent, we post up the audio at lovetalknetwork.com. And then we'll post up our latest blog which will be uh, turning it loose this has been love talk on the word